Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media, at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. And if you're feeling particularly generous, it's okay, you don't have to, but on Patreon.com, you can find us Movie Propcast there as well. That's a fun little place where you can get some exclusive content. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Batman. Did you get the countdown? Did I? Is that? Are we starting it? You okay with that? Like I think this is the podcast, right? This is like seven iterations of Batman since that. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I would say from that Batman to this Batman, so much has happened, and we're in completely different places. But this is the movie propcast, and you are listening to the Batman episode 2022's Batman with Robert Pattinson. Uh, This is another. This is the second half of our fan picked episode. I obviously we had both seen this movie before. And we were both hesitant to go back and rewatch it because we knew how long how long it was <laughs> and how much of a task that was. And it was I, again, I admit it. So I got to the end of this movie and I'm shocked that my wife sat through this movie with me because she's it's not that it, it by no means is a bad movie. No. She has very short patience and her attention spans relatively low. That's so fair. this movie was like Titanic without without all of the Titanic stuff. Like this is this is the Titanic of action movies. It was deep. Yes. Before we get into, obviously, we're going to get into the prop draft a little bit later, uh, and we're going to go run down our thoughts from the film. We don't want to. It's a long movie. There's a lot to unpack, but we just want to we want to address initially. I, I I think it's a great Batman. I think. I, I was on record, and uh, I, I think I can pull tape. I was, <laughs> I was on record uh, about Robert Pattinson being a, an amazing Batman before. Like, when he was initially cast, mm-hmm. I had never seen such a stark divide of, this is going to be the worst Batman in the world. What about Ben Affleck? I feel like he had a pretty big divide. No, this was worse. This, was, this we're is talking, worse. We're this talking is Pattinson, and everybody's yes. mind is just a vampire, a sparkly Twilight yes. vampire. This is this is, except the people who actually watch movies, because he had true. a couple. He had a couple of gems in between. That's that's true, but like they don't know that. Like the casual yeah. moviegoer sees the name Robert Pattinson. And just immediately thinks Twilight. And I think yes. that's that's also like if you look at if you anything that's come from Robert Pattinson since Twilight, he has done everything he can to distance himself from that role and just mainstream Hollywood in general. Like he just he's just wants to be a good actor and work on projects without I guess it kind of like it's the opposite of like, why would you want to be Batman and also have that? I don't know. Yeah. The, the, the timing there is fine. Like, I mean, obviously, there's like decades between Twilight and this Batman movie. So, yeah, he had a great run of good movies, but they don't know that. The casual moviegoer sees it. They're mad that that yeah. we just got Edward Cullen as Batman. I We need to actually pull up that video you did because I remember it from last <laughs> year or the year before. It was like it was like 2020 when they first released like the trailer because they didn't they didn't finish the trailer. The trailer wasn't finished, but they were they had shots filmed and the, whatever they had filmed from the movie, they just like decided to throw it together and just put it out. And I was like, dude, this is it. Like, this is going to be this is going to be really, really good. I feel like people are really sleeping on Robert Pattinson. And I think that that yeah, that was the deal. I'm just mainly harping on the fact that you came on with eye paint on. 
Oh you, yeah, you, you did. You did your whole bet. You threw your hat in the ring. I know. I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset that I didn't. I didn't do that today. But I just real. I remember t- trying to get it off afterwards. Awful. It was the worst time. I don't like anything around my eyes. So mm-hmm. that was a bad time. Eye makeup, not for me. But I yeah. think that that's another thing, and we'll get into that a little bit later in the, in the film as well. But like the realism of this movie. Like it was really grounded and you're kind of like, okay, I could see this. Yeah. Except for one, there were, and I will say there was one moment where I was like, I don't think a human being could have survived that. But yeah, there, I mean, <laughs> I would say two, two to three moments. But, yeah. But again, no, it's and, a superhero film, but it is most, I'd say it's the most grounded in reality I've ever seen a Batman. I was thinking about this as I was finishing the movie. So Christian Bale was a great Batman. He was a Batman for action movie fans and for action movies where Robert Pattinson's Batman felt like a Batman for comic book fans and fans of the Batman. They were both great movies in different ways, but the way they did the acting, the way they portrayed Bruce, the way they portrayed the Batman, they were, they were trying to appeal to different audiences. And I think they both did a good job doing that. Batman movies are so easy to mess up. If you get one thing wrong, you've lost an entire fan base. Like you said, comic book viewers or just people who are just in general like movie fans. If you're not doing it, if you're not doing Batman justice the, all the way through. And I think that movie did that in a different way. Like you look at the runtime, it's three, it's a three hour Batman movie, right? And you're yeah. like trying to figure out, I don't know. It, it's weird because usually a movie that's three hours, especially a superhero movie, you you get to the end and you're like, oh my God, it's already over. Yeah. This movie was good, but it also felt like a three-hour movie, though. Like, yes. I don't know. And it sounds disrespectful. I don't want to be disrespectful. It was good. It just, like, it was slow. It's, I think for me, it was, the action was a lot more sparse. Like, when you look at the Batman with Bane and the Joker, there are a lot more action points where this movie had a lot more detective. Like, this was detective Batman. Yeah. So, there was a lot more of, like, plot and talking and solving mysteries and all of that stuff and it there wasn't a lot to get your adrenaline running yeah i think i guess the one thing this movie probably could have been two hours it's not even just the detective work it's everybody's movements yeah everybody's speaking was so slow that Mm -hmm. i think if you just even in editing if you took the footage and just upped it to two times speed It'd be normal talking. I don't know what it is. I don't want to. I don't. Again, I, I, we always start these these episodes with a few gripes, and I want to. Yeah. I want to hit a few of them. Obviously, yeah. That's my biggest gripe from this film is like the slow and it does. It does. You are kind of immersed, right? You're like there's yeah, a lot drama. of time to like put yourself in, and, and and you're in the moment, and it's like there can be some contentious moments, but it was very slow and like they're whispering and like they're wa- they're literally just moving like they're in like you don't sludge. like soap operas do you you don't like daytime no. soaps no sir general no, hospital my- days no, of no, lives. No. no my no, mom my mom used to watch them all the time and i'd be on the couch playing my game boy and i'd look up and i'd be like what is this what is she happening? probably would love the batman probably <laughs> she, yeah, would, she, would, her favorite she movie. would love the batman yeah and i know like you said there is a lot of detective work and i think that that obviously because of the riddler in this movie paul dano was really really good i mean like and again it's it's batman and it's like the whole thing is like his villains kind of make the movie but i I feel like this was because this was the first iteration of this batman there was a good balance of like we have a really good villain and he's and he's it's the riddler like immediately you're like this is not jim carrey's riddler right this is not a fun like over the top crazy person this is an actual murderer like that is that was kind of the scary part like it was really weird to just see just cold blood murders right what, out the gate. 
what scared me too was sort of like the the bane effect too where he gets a following on the internet like he finds a bunch of disgruntled people Ooh, like anyone yeah. who could be charismatic and get a willing army of people to do bad things with them that is scary yeah like and, I, and that's and that's a hundred percent what would happen you know what i mean like, that's like yeah. that's that's a thing that happens especially with the internet nowadays it's like I don't know. It's super weird. Like I could, you could see all this happening, but it's also like kind of hard to relate. Like you said, like this is grounded in reality, but it's also trying to figure out like, what is Gotham? Like Gotham is like this weird enigma of like, what year is it? Cause like the cars and everything. And it's like, it's always got that like vibe of just that's Gotham. And I think that is like, like the Batman animated series and like the comics, they have that vibe where it's like, it's just like this weird city, like locked in time. I really like that. They were able to do that in the film though. I thought that was cool. It's so weird that a city with so many rich people could also feel so poor at the same time. Like even where the rich people live still looks run down where right. you'd like expect they look like million dollar skyscrapers, but that were also made hundreds of years before. So it was, it was kind of, it's, it got them as weird. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. It's a weird version in New York. So let's talk. Let's talk villains real quick. Obviously, we just mentioned Riddler. Paul Dano's really good. Like he just looks like a serial killer in in, in general. Like if just Come take on. a picture of him. Come okay, on. listen. I know Paul Dano real life fine. Like, but when he's unmasked at the especially at the end when you're just seeing him just sit there with his glasses, dude looks like he's got like like school shooter vibes, which is like it's really yes. weird. So what you're saying is he is very good at portraying. Yes. What a serial killer. Yes. I'm like. not saying Paul yeah. Dano's a murderer. I'm saying okay. Okay. he's yeah. very good at portraying it. And, I, and I, I, I was reading some background. I, apparently, when he was cast for this role, he would read serial killers, like like stories oh, about serial killers. And like he was getting in depth and like trying to figure out like what's it, what the, like the psyche of a serial killer. But he, he there's, there's a specific note that said he would only read this stuff in public places because it was just like, you he couldn't do it like if you were by yourself reading that stuff like it was like toxic oh for your, i'm for your sure that's so, i'm yeah. sure that's what happened with uh he uh he Ledger, Ledger, yeah my that's, goodness i don't i don't really like the true crime like yeah, jeffrey Dahmer I, series right now on on yeah. netflix i'm not touching that with the 10-foot pole i'm not yeah. going there because it's it's not a horror series yeah. it's literally chronicling real murders that happen i'm not touching that with 10 football there's no way you can come away with that and be like man i'm, I feel I'm so happy i watched yeah that. like I'm, I'm a better person i'm no. better off for watching that no i don't want to watch that uh and yeah. i know i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to read up on all that stuff like that's 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 very and you got to kind of got to do that to get yourself in that mindset but it is it's definitely a dangerous place to put yourself in so yeah kudos to him for keeping himself grounded and like leveled you know by balancing it with other people around so you're like okay this is I'm still here. Like if we're, you know, I'm out in public. I'm not in this lifestyle. So yeah, he, I, I, I couldn't be an actor in that scenario where you're, you got to get into the role and you're like, I, uh, no, I don't want to touch that. Yeah. Who else have we got? Uh, Penguin. Colin Farrell is Penguin in this movie. Colin Farrell at this point is on a roll. Like him masking up for Penguin, like getting into the fat suit and everything. He was Grindelwald in Harry, uh, in the Harry Potter series around this. Like he had another role where like he's transforming himself for these roles right now. And Colin Farrell, I got it in my mind. He was always like the SWAT guy, the Miami yeah. Vice guy. He was like, he was the action movie guy. And now he's being like the actor 
And I'm in, I'm thoroughly impressed with Colin Farrell. He's really good. And obviously, if you saw him, if you, if you didn't know he was in this movie and you just watched this movie, you would not recognize him. You wouldn't even. Not I mean, all. it's crazy that the prosthetics that he's wearing. And he's a really he's really good as Penguin. And and I, I think there's a lot of moments in this movie where you feel like, all right, everybody's going down. And he just like at the end, he's he's still hanging around. Like, and I think that's awesome because it's it, you can see it's going to carry over to future films. Whenever they make, the, obviously, they've already announced the sequel. Uh, if you haven't heard, they 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 have a sequel coming. They're working on it. I don't know. We don't know what's going to come from it, but the Penguin's going to be somebody that's that's a mainstay throughout. And I think that that's something that lacks in a lot of, of superhero films, where it's kind of like introduce the the villains and dispose of the villains in one movie. Yeah. So the carryover kind of makes it feel like you're in a universe, and it's like this is real. Like, I and like I that. I like that he is very clearly a villain. But like Batman's like, this isn't my fight right now. Like, right. You're, you're like, you're a bad guy and I'm coming to get you, but you get a pass right now because someone's murdering people. You're selling drugs, but someone's murdering people and I, I need to solve that right now. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah, I, I like that. They, they did a lot of good things with relationships in this movie. We'll get to that once you get to those people. But there's a lot yeah. of good relationships. That's very it's a very realistic vibe, too, because you can't especially I mean, Batman, as much as you would want to, would want to take everybody down immediately but like he's got to be tactic right he, or tactical like he's probably the one of the only superheroes that would do that right yeah because you got it yeah it's pick your battles and and know your fight and like that's that's throughout this whole movie that's what he's doing is just at the the end goal is figure out well a who who's who controls the city but really it's it's the riddler that's that's pulling all the strings to get everybody to to kind of un, uncover it but it, it was I, I thought that was really good how they introduced they did introduce a lot of characters and they all intertwined in a way that didn't it didn't feel clunky. Like I guess yeah. that's why it was three hours, right? It had to be three hours long to do all of that. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. Like, we're, like it is a great Batman film. And I guess the question is, well, I guess there's two questions, right? That you have to when you when you watch a Batman movie and you're trying to talk about it and review it. Where does this Batman movie rank for you? And where does Robert Pattinson as Batman rank for you? Robert Pattinson is number. Mm. I need to see him in another Batman. Right now, he's number two. That's fair. I would say Christian Bale. Oh, oh, I forgot Michael Keaton, mm. which is, yeah. He might be number three because it might be like Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck. As much as I love George Clooney and as much as I love. Um, mm. Come on, man. Uh, don't do, uh, don't do Clooney. <laughs> as much as the thing is. Those movies came out, excuse me, I'm, I'm yeah. a little, I got a cold, so my voice is, those movies came out at a time, I was 10, I was like 8 to 14 years old, I loved the hell out of those movies, because they were what I was watching, they were funny, and they were, they were enjoyable, so at now, yes, as an adult, those movies were not great. When I was a kid, they were awesome, I loved George Clooney, I loved Uma Thurman, I loved Chris O'Donnell, so they're awesome. Right. Well, yeah, but, so it's what's tough is like your tastes are going to change. Obviously, when yeah. you're a kid, those are awesome. That's like hit all yeah. the boxes, right? Like it's like over the top, crazy zaniness. But like the villains were in, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was fun, and I, I still think that there's there's merit to that. But it is just like it's going to be what what your tastes are now, and that's how yeah. you're going to wind up ranking it. I don't, I don't, I would not be opposed. Like I think Robert Pattinson has the potential to overtake number one, and I I know Christian Bale is really good. I think he, mm. I think he is the number one spot. But it's almost like it feels obligatory, right? Because of the the like the the crazy success of the Dark Knight and and Heath Ledger and as the Joker, like that movie is going to be so hard to top forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I don't and, know. I, what I don't want to do is weight that into his Batman performance. I'm not saying he was a bad Batman, but I'm saying he was. He's not. It's not insurmountable. Like he's he can. Oh be no, surpassed. by no means. And the only reason why he's number one right now is because Michael Keaton's came 30 years before him. Like if I if we give Michael Keaton what Christian Bale had, I think Michael Keaton is probably a better Batman than Christian Bale. Uh, I'm only saying this because Michael Keaton's a good friend of mine, Michael. If you're listening, oh yeah, close I don't, personal I don't friends. Wanna, I don't want to disappoint you because Michael Keaton is is Batman. But like, I think Christian Bale luckily had a head start on Michael Keaton in that in that aspect. Yeah, and it, and again, every iteration has they can go back and look at what everybody else has done and just yeah. and do it a little better, do it a little differently, and put their own spin on it. And I think that that that's that's only going to be like okay. So Ben Affleck as Batman, I feel like got a bad rap. It, and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Like he, if you watch, oh, I'm blanking right now. If you watch the animated series Batman vs Superman, he did a great job of being the older grizzled. Yeah. I very much enjoyed the older grizzled Bruce Wayne. He didn't take himself too seriously. He had moments of humor. Like Ben Affleck was a he was a passable, very good Batman. I enjoyed him as Batman. Yeah, I don't think he was bad at all. I I, I did think. It's he's easy to poop on because he's he's Ben Affleck, and I feel like that yeah. just he get, that just is going to come with the territory. Yeah. But I think there's not really been like a truly horrible Batman, right? Like no. Other than like I, I I'd say probably the worst is George Clooney. I'm just going to say it. You're going to say he was worse than Val Kilmer? <sighs> probably. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you're flipping a coin, right? Like those are the two yeah. like one offs that are like eh, whatever. But. I think Robert Pattinson, and we can move on from this, but I, I, as far as Batman's, uh, I think Robert Pattinson can, if the next follow-up film, there was teases of the, of the Joker, right, at the end of that, yes. and I know you don't, the Batman doesn't always need the Joker to be great, no. he's got so many good villains, but it really helps, like, it, it helps oh, the movie, it yeah. I need, I need a good Robin story, Chris O'Donnell was great, that was yes. good, but we've gone too many years, like them teasing the uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the uh, that, and then just never touching JGL, JGL. Yeah, yeah. If they they, I wish. Uh, speaking of which, uh, he, I'm a big fan. Go back to Inception. Anyway, yeah. JGL, him as Robin would have been amazing. Even him as like a young taking the mantle Batman would have been great. I wish that they can merge timelines and get him back in, but he's a little older at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, so I want yeah. a good Robin storyline. So when I was reading up on this, they were trying to figure out what to do for future sequels. And I think that every, every, obviously every time you start a franchise, it's like trilogy, right? We're going yeah. one, two, three, we're going to do three movies. I think that that's what their plan is for this one as well. They mentioned they wanted to do, they were talking about doing some sort of Robin storyline, which I think a Robin introduction at some point would be great. I I agree. We do need Robin. And I, and I felt like I wrote down in this movie that there was a point in the very beginning where, and I know it's a stretch, right? It's a very big stretch, but the the prolonged eye contact and the relatability of it kind of made me wonder, uh, in the beginning of the movie, the mayor dies, right? It was the mayor that gets murdered right away. Right. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's done. And, and his son is there. Yeah. And he's saying, like, on the way out, Robert Pattinson, or Batman, I say Robert Pattinson, Batman's staring at him for a very long time. And I know it's because he can relate to that, right? Yeah, His parents murdered. Yeah, yeah, so he sees a lot of himself right there. But there was such a long, like, there was such a long shot on this kid. I'm wondering, right? That would be good. Is, is that, like, a potential Robin right there? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know Robin's story is totally different than that, but... 
the thing is totally different but it's very different but batman's story like we don't have batman who went to asia and trained in martial arts like we have batman who uh alfred said i could only teach you so much like that's another thing right like we don't have the traditional batman storyline so we don't need the traditional robin storyline either i feel like we're missing something there though like isn't that such like an integral part of of Batman what? in general. Yes. So like, I don't think Alfred training Bruce Wayne how to fight is going to create this monster. Like, yes. There's something more we're missing, and I, I don't think we've seen it yet. I because, mean, like, a regular human, like, now we're getting to comic book stuff. A regular human <laughs> trained to fight will be, a, or even trained, because Alfred, I think, in some lore is like a really good boxer or something like that. Like, a regular human trained to fight by another regular human is going to be a good fighter but won't be able to take on eight guys and withstand no. the harm and damage that Batman did. Someone who went and was trained by assassins and tortured to some degree can take being shot, can take being electrocuted, can take all the stuff that Batman takes in this movie and still get up and fight. Like I we're ju- I'm going to jump ahead. He gets yeah, blasted yeah. with a shotgun. Oh my god. And yeah. he is not immediately unconscious. He manages to shoot himself with what I'm assuming is epinephrine or adrenaline. It looks a little like the Bane serum, but we'll get to that Mm. later. Um, And he's back on his feet. Like, he beats the hell out of this guy, and then immediately he's normal again. And I'm like, all right. Batman, I would expect that from, but not this Batman who hasn't gone through the same hardships. He's gone through some hard stuff. But we don't know that, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, the only reference to his past is what? Well, Alfred said that he he could teach him how to fight. Like there's yeah. an, uh, there's a bigger disconnect. Like I feel like he taught him how to fight, and then he he went somewhere to do something. There's got to be more training somewhere. There, like you, I feel like He's that's such an important. How young? I mean, like we're talking. It's year two Batman. He doesn't become Batman until he's he's gone away. You know what I mean? True. He goes away, comes I, back, be, becomes Batman. Yeah, I did like. Did I write that? Um, I like that. Um, yeah, the Detective Gordon thing. He says like we've been friends two years or something yeah. like that, or two years in. I like that they they did a good job of trying to jump us in early and not give us the repetitive. Oh, he's a kid. His parents die. Here's the coming up story. Like yeah. they they added the little breadcrumbs that they I thought tried it was. A, to plant it. I don't know if it was like tongue tongue in cheek at the beginning of this film, and I know it's the Riddler that does the murdering. But at the beginning of this film, on first watch, we were like, were you just like, oh my God, we're about to watch his parents die again? Like, I thought that was Batman. Yes. And I thought that was Bruce Wayne's parents. And I'm like, were you really going to watch these guys die again? Like, I don't know. But that that was a good, it was a, it was a subtle little like switcheroo, but it wasn't, it wasn't. They took took good notes from what Spider-Man did. Yeah. We don't need that story an eighth time. You know what I mean? We get it. We understand. Uh... And okay, so real quick, talking about sequels, I know they they're, they expressed interest in introducing Robin, and they also want to try to fight. These are just names they were throwing out. They want to feature the Court of Owls, Calendar Man, Mister Freeze, or Hush as villains in a potential sequel. I don't know much about Calendar Man. So I don't that either. Be, that that, that was be, a very. I have no idea what that is. The Court of Owls, I know. Yeah, obviously, Mister Freeze, we know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it has to be him when he comes back, right? That's got to be yeah. it. Hush does not sound familiar to me either, so that would be interesting. The Court of Owls would be – that's something they've literally never touched, so that would be really nice. Um, yeah, okay, interesting. 
Yeah, I'm trying to look up Calendar Man. This is probably not something I should be doing on the podcast. But no, 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 no. These fine. are names. If you're obviously if you're a Batman fan, you might know a little more than us. So yeah, I mean, just be on the lookout in the sequels. I mean, I, I'm always down for touching on characters that don't get yeah touched on a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. uh, I'm just picturing cal- Calendar Man being like an Advent calendar, like. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to hint you towards this day because something bad might happen. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't oh, yeah, know. Like, how do you ground? The, uh, yeah, that'd be really. That'd be, yeah, he's just a guy with a calendar that says over here. It's like a voodoo calendar. Yeah. Over here, you're going to stub your toe and not yeah. be able to. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> now, people, people who are listening who know who it is, they're like, you guys are idiots. Uh, yeah. No, we're just messing around, obviously. And the funny thing is, I'm a big comic book guy. Like, get me on any other topic, but DC is kind of my blind spot. I'm a very big comic book guy so it's it's just funny something that helped this batman though for me uh, i don't want to get too far from this note um the vibe early on like we get the gritty vibe yes we know dc likes to go gritty but something they did with this batman that i think was better done than christian bales was the narration it i felt like it was rorschach in the watchman it were very close to that and i felt like it added more to to Robert Pattinson's than Christian Bale's because Christian Bale did get some narration, but I just felt like I, I could connect this narration to Batman better than Christian Bale's to his Batman. Yeah. And I guess with the slow pace, it definitely works, right? It's still, it still falls under that. I don't, it'd be tough to kind of shoehorn some of that in, into, into the more, like like you said, there wasn't a whole lot of action. Like when it happened, it was cool and it was cinematic, but it wasn't, there was time for a lot of narration, which is, and there was also a time for a lot of talking, which there was in this film. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I think it definitely made it, it, it made it its own unique type thing, and it did feel like a little more comic booky. Like that, that, that was that. I think that's my favorite part about this film is like you're seeing a Batman that you haven't really seen. Like Batman's supposed to be the world's greatest detective, right? Yeah. And in this film, he is pretty good, right? He like actually gets to you know analyze a crime scene and like and and do stuff like that. I think that we didn't see a whole bunch of that in previous iterations, and I thought that that, especially in the trailer when you initially saw it, I was like, oh my god, they're actually gonna do this. They're actually gonna yeah. be like, oh shoot, he can break down a crime scene better than anybody. Like we're yeah. gonna get some of that, and we got it in this film. So we got that, and I like the uh, Gotham Project journals that he had too. Like he's keeping deep like deep notes on yeah. everything he does every single day dude the, yeah uh, well, I, obviously we'll get into some stuff in the draft but uh yeah. yeah there's some technology that i was like oh man that'd be pretty sick uh yeah. but anyway uh one thing before we, and i can say this before we get into the draft i think in every other batman i'd say movie in general we got a lot of like cape action right yeah this was the most useless cape in Batman history. In this, he film. didn't even distract people. Like even at minimum, like I recall, I don't remember which Batman, but they'll like throw it up to like disorient people, or like, or they'll useless. make it a bulletproof cape. It was actually like a that. deterrent, actually, because there was a time he's being dragged by it at the yeah. end of the film. This is the worst cape in Batman history, and I don't well, think he needs it. If you watch Incredibles, no capes. Right, hundred percent. I, I that's every time I see a superhero with a cape, that's what I think of. Right, it's like <laughs> that scene, and I'm like, capes. No, you're gonna get sucked up into a into a jet engine. Yeah, but he doesn't need it in this film. Like, I, I feel like that kind of sucks because a cape is like one of his biggest. That's like it's that's Batman, right? He's got the cape. Like, not a lot of people have the cape, and I think he he utilizes it more than anything. But maybe that's something in future movies that we'll see a little more involved but it's really just a tarp on his back right at this point yeah i feel like if in the fight scenes he just said like one or two like misdirections with the cape it'd be fine 
Well, not right. even that it'd be fine, but it would be like, okay, it has a use. Right now, like you said, it doesn't. Because he didn't even use it as like a glider because he had a full No, he got a wingsuit. Yeah, he, he had, had a wingsuit. Wing yeah, that's so awesome. Like, that's my that's the American dream. And I don't know if it's American or dream, but I just that's <laughs> I I I know it would would hundred percent kill me, but yeah. just to just to put on a wingsuit and jump off a high ledge, that just seems like would that would be amazing. Like that twenty seconds before you splat into a wall would be amazing. Uh, I don't know what it is. Wingsuits are so fascinating to me. Yeah. Just, I don't know, the flying squirrel aspect. We we broke down key characters. We didn't actually touch on uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Yes. What are your thoughts? I thought she was really good. I, I mean, it, it's, you're waiting for like, I don't know, at least me with Catwoman, you, especially if you played video games and everything, you're waiting for like a big turn. Yes. Where she's just like, all right, I'm done. I'm gonna you. She, we didn't really get that with her. I felt like she was actually like kind of there. Like she was I like involved. That. Yeah. Like normally, there's always that moment where you're like, oh my god, this woman. Like, <laughs> stop looking out for yourself. Yes, you have past trauma. Whatever. They were able to kind of put their past traumas together and heal over that. Obviously, I don't understand a love story spawning over the course of five days between two very scarred people, but. Yes, I'm their also, mouths were very close to each other a lot. And I know that they yeah. did actually kiss a couple, like, was it once? Might have been once, twice. almost twice. I don't twice, know. I think. Yeah. It was really weird. Like, I was, especially the initial, like, when he's putting that contact in her eyes and he's looking at her, he's like, look at me. <sighs> yeah. It looks good. And like, what was that? that? Come on, man. That's, what are you doing she, there? <laughs> she was good. And I liked, if you notice in uh, the fight, the first, like, fightish scene that they have where she's breaking into the safe, she does this, like, really weird, not weird. Very cool thing. Because obviously, if you're Catwoman, you have to portray yourself cat-ish. And Holly Berry might have done it too much. Oh, um, yeah. We're yeah. not going to talk about Holly but, Berry's Catwoman, please. <laughs> um, but, like, she did a good job of, like, giving cat-like qualities to where she was she was stealthy and sleek. But she was still a normal person who wasn't a crazy cat lady trying to be a cat. She yeah. like embodied a li- like the traits, and I don't know if that was being directed that way by the director or just her doing it. But I could see her, and even if she wasn't in the suit, even in normal clothing, like she gave off very like catty type vibes. Right, and I think that that's one thing, especially when she was like initially when he's peeping toming her like a weirdo. Uh, and she changes into Ralph and then she just jumps out onto the fire escape and does like a little flip. I'm like waiting for some sort of like superhuman thing. She felt pretty decent. I mean, she landed it and she was moving. I mean, obviously that could just be gymnast stuff, but whatever. Yeah. So uh, the whole time in this movie, I'm waiting for some superhuman, you know what I mean? Cause it's Batman. You're like, who's going to be the one. Right. And, the, and yeah. there's not really anybody in this movie that does that, but you move forward into, into other, like Mr. Freeze. I guess that doesn't have to be superhuman either. He could literally just have a freeze gun or something, but mm-hmm. that, I don't know. We're going to have to get into some sort of like super something, right? Like somebody's going to have to have some powers. I don't know how we're going to get there, but we're got to get there. I think the thing with Batman is Mr. Freeze might be the close. Like if, even if we go Bane, it could just be a guy on steroids. Like it doesn't have to be crazily. Cause I think there are versions of Banes that aren't monster. Like, I mean uh, the Bane we had before wasn't even that superhuman. That's true. Yeah, he really wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't like juiced. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't like, like Luchador Bane. Like he was. He comic did a good book job. Bane, unreal. Yes. Like what is that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously don't... it's the comics, but 
So I don't know. We we I we will get some superhuman stuff because I'm sure they're gonna try to bridge this Batman with Ben Affleck not in the DCEU anymore. I'm sure they're gonna try to bridge and that's, this. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Like I, this Flash movie coming out, I don't know what they're planning on doing, and I I'm scared for this franchise if if I, that's their plan. I mean, I think I the Flash is one of my favorite characters of all time. I think he's yes, easily. Probably he might might be the strongest superhero in existence yeah. if you based off of what the man can do. Yeah. Ezra Miller though, I don't know what's on I don't well, know what's up with him. I don't know. That that's something we're going to have to research and talk about cuz I know that was hitting a lot of speed bumps. That was hitting yes. a crazy ton of speed bumps. I thought for some reason, I could be making this. I thought the movie was getting completely halted at this point. They're still going. They're doing reshoots right now, still with Ezra Miller. So, like, they're finishing this movie. Reshoots might be encouraging, though, to figure out what. How do you. Re- you can't recast the Flash that's doing Flashpoint, though. That's literally not how that works, right? But he could die during filming and get recast because that's very much just go from Barry to Wally or something along those lines. Yeah, you could introduce another one, but imagine imagine doing this Flashpoint. Like Flashpoint is probably one of my favorite series, oh, like in comics so and just the movie, like the animated movie is amazing. I love that. Yeah. How are you going to do that uh, and then just just trash the one that accomplishes all that? Like I don't know, that's going to be really that's going to be really weird. And I, what I'm worried about is that universe, which is fine if they wanted to I just don't want these two to touch. I really don't. I don't know why. I don't want this. I don't want Robert Pattinson and this iteration of Batman and this Gotham and this universe t- to touch all that. I completely agree. It's it's weird. We want like I like where it is in this small little pocket universe because yes, at one point we thought we were gonna have a Ben Affleck and a Robert Pattinson at the same time, which is really weird. So we thought maybe this would go one way, that would go another way, and they would tell separate stories. It's sort of like how Venom was going while. Spider-Man was going in the two never looked like they were going to touch ever. Yeah. Um, so if this Batman stays solo, I don't mind it. Or maybe they spawn a separate universe where this Batman has his own flash, his own Superman, his own stuff and that, but that would confuse a lot of people. That would be really weird. I, I, I thought I was very excited before all the Ezra Miller stuff that they were going to approach the Flashpoint stuff to yeah. kind of reset everything and realign everything. Sure, maybe Henry Cavill is is out, whatever. Do what you need to do. Reset it to get it where you want it. And that was like, literally, that's the ripcord they could have always pulled. I'm worried that they had to pull it, right? Like, obviously, you didn't want to yeah. have to pull it. Like, not ideally, this, not you just get it right. Right, yeah. Uh, so who knows what's going to come from that movie? I think it's going to be a lot of fan service. Yes. There's going to be a lot of, like, Every iteration of every DC superhero probably touching in that movie, which is going to be kind of cool to watch. But I just that don't would... know what the end result's going to be, and if it sucks in this Batman, uh, the Joker that we just recently had. I don't know. Like, what? What? What's off Th- limits? Things. Okay. Things I need to see. If I we're getting on a tangent. Things. I <laughs> no, need it's to fine. See I mean, it's the Batman. Happy. Like this is where True. we're at. Things that uh, would make me happy. Do the Flashpoint outcomes I want. Henry Cavill stays. Gal Gadot stays. Ben Affleck, obviously he's gone. He could stay or he could go. He's an older Batman. I don't mind bringing this Robert Pattinson. Ezra Miller goes. Um, I just don't know how that happens. That's Barry Wally Bart. That's all I know. There's so many of them. I know. I know. I know. It's going to be weird. That's 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 just it. Um, 
And then I obviously Cyborg is out. They have already filmed stuff with Green Lantern and John Stewart. Aquaman can stay. I Didn't have, we get a Martian Manhunter teaser at the end of? We did. We got Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter and, is amazing, and I love. I want him to be done right. Like I'd be happy to get some Martian and Manhunter. He was he was played by someone great, so that was good. So we yeah. got Martian Manhunter. They actually swapped out Martian Manhunter for a Green. They had Green Lantern stuff filmed, yeah, but because they were doing a Green Lantern TV show, they took it out because they're doing a TV show based on guy, not Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner? I think Guy I don't Gardner. Know. I don't They're doing know. a TV We're show down, based yeah. on Guy Gardner. They had Jon Stewart filmed for the movie, took it out. Um, so we know we have Jon Stewart. Those are things that I would like, and that would make me happy, because I loved Henry Cavill as Superman. He was yeah, great. I don't, but the thing is, I don't, know, I don't know if that relationship's salvageable at this point, from what I understand. Uh, yeah, I know. I, as much as we'd love to see him, he literally was the perfect Superman. I don't really love what they did with him in, in, in a lot of those movies. I mean, the movies were good. Mm-hmm. They He could have been great uh if they he it just they, was they were still trying to find themselves and it sucks they had the yeah. perfect person at the wrong time yeah that's fair 100 they, they really did uh any notes before we get into the draft we got to get in the draft here but uh i mean do, a, do a couple really uh, like i, I, I know it's a three-hour movie i know there's a lot to digest <laughs> but i think i think we'll touch on a lot of it whenever we're going through these props because there's so many props from this movie and i think True. What do we, are we going to, de- we'll decide on a number on the other side, but I mean, any other last notes? I know we didn't talk about it, but John Torturo as yes. uh, Carmine Falcone, I, anything Torturo's in, I'm, I'm all in for it. I love the this thing guy. is I've never seen him in this kind of role before. Right, like, right. It's hard to take him seriously, especially after the Transformers. We did Transformers on the way back. Uh, if you can listen to that one too, but uh, it is weird to see him in that role, but it, it works. Like he's just like, He's serious, but he, he also is like probably one of the more playful people, right? It's just weird. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I that's, actually, yeah, I I didn't do it at the top of the line. Uh, this is the second John movie that we have, Turturro. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely completely forgot to do that. Um, I he was great. He was a good villain. I like seeing him in more serious roles. I wouldn't mind seeing him in a lot more serious roles. Yes. Uh, Another th- two more things I want to touch on real quick. I know we're, this is when we scramble for the draft because we want to get to it. Uh, uh, by the way, I have first pick. Suck it. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Uh, so uh, the TV program, uh, whoever is the broadcasting news agency in Gotham, I don't know how they do it there, but I can guarantee you in the real world, we're not showing hostage videos uh, on national no. TV. They The amount of times they said... Hey, and we've got the footage. We're about to go live to it. Uh, it's it's very graphic in nature. Here you go. And it's a dude that's like on a death trap. Like what? No one's showing that on TV. Yeah. What is no, this? Like it's ridiculous. Uh, that's yeah. I don't know what they were doing on the TV channel. The news director's like, just throw it on there. The guy just got murdered. Give it to it. <laughs> I uh, I one note I do want to make. I would like also in the future a Commissioner Gordon who can still fight. Because that was something mm. in the comics. Commissioner Gordon, though old, still could handle himself. He's got a, a gun, bit. bro. What do you need? He could he could handle himself a little bit. So I want to see a Gordon who could get down a little bit. I loved this Gordon. I love this relationship. The relationship was, was awesome. Yeah, one hundred percent in Batman's. Like he was he was like, "Do you trust anyone in the police?" And Gordon was like, no. "I trust you." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that right there made the movie for me. That relationship, one hundred percent. I'm down. Yeah, I love it. Uh, that's great. I don't know what, what... I think I had one more note. I just want to check it. Let me look my... Uh, oh, I don't know if we need to get into this. Yeah, but at the end of the movie, the massive flooding. Obviously, you get to that point. We've just... It's hard to... It's hard to, in, in an, under an hour, do a podcast and talk about a three-hour movie. But 
the the levees are are blown up by the riddler right this mm -hmm. mass flooding and it's like catastrophic obviously that's like the whole city's now underwater that's crazy to me just comprehending all that for gotham though like if i'm even if i'm in it and i live i'm like is that a, is that a negative like i mean at the end of the day like it might you might come out a little cleaner right like you might yeah, come out it, a little better after and that that might well what do you what do you mean one more time before i get into my idea about that like, i'm you, saying obviously the the mass deaths and, and you know the amount of death aside obviously it's, it's horrible and it's going to probably kill a lot of people but yes for gotham though it's like Maybe so, they needed this little washout because yeah. they're going to come out and rebuild and be maybe a little better and on the other side. I think metaphorically, like Batman and um, Selena harps on this. She says, like, he says Gotham can change and she said it won't. And metaphorically, something, once it's too far gone, you might have to just burn it down and start over from the ashes. And I think metaphorically, like, completely washing out Gotham probably would be the thing to do it but the right people have to be in place once yeah. you're on the other side and that's what his next fight is like right. gotham and he is does he, his his perspective does change at the end of the film too where he's like i'm not just going to be vengeance i'm not just going to be like hiding in the shadows and beating people up like yeah. i need to be at the forefront and like be a symbol and yes. i think i think he's finally like put his past aside you know what i mean like his anger about his past and and maybe he, now he can be a little something more. I think that that's a cool thing, and I, hopefully we actually see that translated to the next movies where there, maybe he is a little more upbeat. Maybe there is a little more like Bruce Wayne. I want that can was, we get a Bruce yes. Wayne that doesn't look I, like a haggard like yes. I don't know. He just looks like uh, like a homeless dude. We got a lot of Batman. I would love to see more Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think I, I think maybe that's something they're setting up is like he can now try to find a balance now that he's not completely consumed by the by Batman and that role. Yeah maybe he can find a balance to find a way to be good on both fronts that i think that's cool if that's where they go with it that's going to be really cool i think and that they... to our earlier argument that right there is why christian bale has a higher ranking than me christian bale was yeah. a great bruce wayne on top of a good batman he was in, right now that i'm thinking about it his bruce wayne was excellent so i agree with that 100%. i so yeah like you said we haven't seen it from pattinson yet and and well we have but it's it was gross like we got to see him in like or the real bruce wayne if we can see that in a future film he definitely has the opportunity to to at least compete for the number one batman spot yeah uh let's get to the draft we got a lot of, we got a lot just a whole bunch yeah, <laughs> oh there's a lot of stuff in a superhero movie uh okay yeah. so how this is gonna work i will have first pick because you had first pick on the last episode super bad and you totally demolished me i think i'm on record yes there i said it uh <laughs> we it's not a competition but it is for us like, it's like yeah. I, when when you threw this podcast idea and i talked about this like two yeah. or three pods ago you made it sound like we were competing like there was gonna be like a, right. a, who 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 won I think moving, I mean, it'll come soon whenever we get our little social media going a little better. I, I, we'll see comparisons of movies and we'll see all the props. And, and I think that's just something that's that, that's what we're going to strive for. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, it's, it's going to be who's got the better lineup of stuff. I think that's when you do a draft like this and the fantasy type draft, that's that's what you want to see. You want to see results. Uh, and you I've, I'm not even I conceded last week because you won. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> close. Uh, that being said, I have first pick this week. We're going to draft props from this movie. Iconic. 
Uh, props and memorabilia from this film, the, the, and, and just at the end, I don't know how you want to, how many you want to do, because I have a list of ten plus. We could go five picks each if you want. I was gonna say we probably could go five. Um, let's. That would be our biggest effort. We've never would passed be. four. I don't think we've ever done more than four each. I can, I'm I, down for ten if we want to do it. I mean, I know that it's, we're, it. we're no, getting down I'm, there, but I'm happy. Let's do right. it. So I'm I'm not even going to really hesitate with the first pick. I think we all know where I'm going with this. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a I say Bruce Wayne's shoe. Oh no, oh. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, I'm obviously going to go with Batman's suit. I, and I know that yeah. that's tough. It's tough because he's got a lot of pieces and, and stuff on it. But I think you get you get it. You get it's hard. To, it's hard to piece all that out. Some some accessories are are off the suit. But I think the batarang like that's part of the was, suit. Like how does that work? One hundred percent. That's was, part of the I, suit. I agree. Okay. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, I'm taking Batman's suit. That's really not. A, I, I really like the way that they did it in this one, and I know that mm-hmm. every iteration they try to make him less and less stiff. This mm-hmm. th- this thing was very. He, he could move around in it quite well, and I think even Robert Pattinson in production was like, "I got to be able to move." Like obviously, mm-hmm. everybody wants to be able to move around. He wants to be able to just be functional and 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 like that. But he he was taking like full bullets, so many bullets. I don't know what that material was. Yeah bulletproof and flexible they don't go together is. yeah they don't go together very well they do in this movie though yeah so i'll take batman's suit and that's an unquestioned number one pick i don't have to harp on it too much no um number two i'm gonna actually do oh okay sorry i looked in my note and i see number two and what's written there is not what i want but then i realize i have this for myself not as a group anyway uh, number two might can uh, throw some people off, but I'm going back to my roots. Uh, I'm not going to go the normal route because in a movie like this, you would you would expect something. But number two, I'm going the Batmobile. That's it. I, I knew that was like obviously 100% that was going to get drafted. And I know that we've we've said for a long time, you're the car guy. Yeah. You haven't picked a car. No one's picked a car in quite in a, a while. So yeah. this is if there was ever one to pick the Batmobile in this one. And so this again, good. this again falls under the like what year is it yeah. in gotham category because it's like it does look like a 70s 80s style like car that's that's rigged with like new technology so it's like mm-hmm. i really like that it looks like a vehicle that somebody could have just rigged together in their in their in the privacy of their bat cave and the best part is if you pay attention throughout the movie like you see you see it disassembled in different stages throughout like you see the engine block up when he's watching the movie at one point you see the car with a tarp on it in the background like he's working on this i don't know how cuz he's he doesn't he's never there where's he got the time yeah. yeah yeah like but he's working on this throughout the movie and it's it's awesome yeah the car is really great and i know there's like one really big chase scene with yeah. with the penguin obviously the penguins again this is another like what year is it he's driving a maserati like a yeah. new maserati you're like what what year is it in gotham it's ridiculous uh but no it, it was a really good chase scene obviously the the shots it's very cinematic very slow walker after uh that crash that probably yeah. should have killed the penguin he flipped violently yeah uh that was the fastest i've seen any frame in the entire movie move was that car crash just flipping like crazy yeah and then the walk up, obviously, yeah, it definitely added another couple minutes to the runtime just the walk up. But that scene right there was the poster. Like that's it. Like with, where he's walking and the flames in the background. Yeah. The the cape actually does something, I guess, yeah. in, in that scene. This. Yeah, it's badass. That's that's really cool. I like that. So yeah, the Batmobile is really cool. I don't I don't know if we're gonna see. I, I'm kind of hoping we see a progression of yes. his technology and his cars yeah. and his stuff like that in the in in follow ups, right? 
which for, yeah. like for us going back, like talking this being more of a detective Batman than superhero Batman, he didn't rely like obviously he used a lot of tech, but it was a lot of like he wasn't throwing his batarang 20 feet and having it returned to him. He used yeah. it as a knife. Like he had the most crazy things he had, I think, were his contact lenses. And that was it. Like he. Yeah. Those I are don't, very interesting, which I uh, don't I don't yeah. think I remember seeing a whole lot of tech where I was like, this is outrageous. No. And I think that's again, that's what's really cool is it feel it felt like maybe some dude could do this. Like this is yeah. something that could happen. I don't know. Uh, OK, so second round, you uh, second round pick. I have to come back now. You took the Batmobile, which was my second ranked I think. I mean, it's 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 awesome. It's it, great. Yeah. It's hard. You can't to, to have the Batmobile. Period. Yeah. At any iteration, you're like, I got the freaking Batmobile. That's awesome. I don't want to keep taking outfits, but I got to. Right. Okay. I got I, I the Riddler's mask. It was. I that was that was almost my number one pick. It's yeah. such a weird. Like, what's going on with that thing? Like, it's just I, like leather, just pressed up against his face. Like, it's like, what is that? I don't know what's happening there. So I originally had Riddler's mask written down, but then I had to take a step back because at one point he moves back, and the whole outfit he has his logo like on his chest. So you you got to take the whole. Yeah, the I guess I would thing. say the outfit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was less impressed with the outfit, more so the mask. Right, the mask was like because you and the videos that you see him in, he's never wearing it in person, really. Right, yeah. you never see him in person with the mask on. It's only on video so it just adds to it that he has that weird like question mark with the sigil on it like yeah i i like that whole outfit so definitely definitely yes that's a that's a good pick that was almost my other one well yeah i got i got i got the whole point of the movie i could just put them next to each other and then there you go that's it like that's i'm I'm done here but you got the freaking batmobile so all right it's your your pick now see where we're going yeah and the thing is i don't even feel like i'm at too much of a loss um I'm taking the bat signal. Damn. That Damn, was, that's underrated, bro. That's underrated. underrated. That that's thing an underrated looks crazy. Pick. The first time they show Gordon next to it, I was like, damn, that that looks nice. <laughs> that, that big spotlight. That was looking nice. I was I'm very happy taking the bat signal in this. No, hundred percent. I how low was that for you? It was wasn't very low. It was lower, but I, but it was only because I, when I was ranking these, I got to like this point, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, everything could be on top of everything. And mm-hmm. at that point, it was just whatever. But the significance of the movie to this, with this, is amazing. Like it's used by it's used by Gordon. It's used by Batman to signal each other, mm-hmm. and it's also used by Catwoman. To, why does to, why does no one ever go to the top of the, like? Why does no one right. ever trace you the know where the signal back? If yeah, if you wanted to get the Batman right. Just go there, flick the freaking light on, and Batman comes to you? What is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> how have they not figured that out yet? Like, my wife and I, early on in our relationship, we used to have this thing where we, if we were, like, on our way home or something, and for some reason we saw a spotlight in the sky, we would just drive to it. Like, you no got to know what's up. What is Like, happening? no matter where we were, no matter where in town we were, in where we grew up in New York, if we saw a spotlight, we would just drive to it to see where it was. Um, like, I don't know. I can't believe no one found this, this bat, uh, the bat signal. Yeah. That that's, I guess you got to kind of suspend your, your disbelief there a little bit. It, yeah. it is. It's always, that's a thing that could always be the case. And I don't know if a Batman, I'm sure there's been a Batman comic or a Batman, even maybe the animated series where they've done that, where like they use it as like a trap that's had to be done at some point where like the villains, like just turn the light on the idiot will show up Yeah, and then probably beat you up. But 
yeah, I mean, if you want to fight with Batman, turn the turn the signal on. But that's a great pick. I 100% uh, approve Thank that you. selection. Huh, man. See, now it's like I have I have them all kind of ranked, but I don't I don't love the order now considering how this is going. <laughs> I feel like I need some sort of means of transportation and uh, I'm going to have to take his motorcycle. It was I'm gonna tell you, I don't know what you I, call that. Is that the bat bike? What do you call that? The bat cycle. The I bat believe. cycle. All right, yeah, I'll take, I believe I'll take so. Batman's I, motorcycle. I wanted to put that on my list, but I don't feel like I got a good look at it to see the details. Like I, I was watching the end of the movie, and I yeah. don't know if I was looking at the wrong screen. I it obviously looked like it was a, a souped-up bike. I couldn't see what modifications were on it, though. Right, and you really only see like the headlight for like the majority of the movie, and then it's just yeah. driving him driving on it. But at the end, whenever it's him and uh, Selena yeah. split. You see it, it's like, oh, that's a thick bike. That yes. thing's a little thicker than it should be. And I yes. was like, all right, it's got some meat on it. I'll take it. I'm just gonna, that's definitely going to be on my list. So, yeah, and he rides that more than the vehicle, like more than the Batmobile. Like he, That's his main, it seemed like his main transportation was motorcycles. By the way, I've never seen more people riding motorcycles in the rain in my life. Like, it's A, yeah. always raining in Gotham, and B, everyone's like, great time to pull out the motorcycle. Like what? That was that was actually number two on my movie notes. Uh, was I don't like being wet. Like no. if it's raining out, I hate it. The amount of people comfortable in that first fight scene, like the gang was beating up that guy, and then Batman. The amount of people who just walk in the rain with no umbrella and just don't act like they're drenched and they're like, oh, this is normal. No, if I'm wet, I have this weird walk oh. and I'm uncomfortable and I'm upset and I'm yeah. mad. And Especially if you're wearing just, like pants, like, oh yeah. yeah, it's just like all this. Ugh. Yeah, yeah the, it, the rain in Gotham was just too much, too much. Just too much, yeah. I mean, that paired with the mass flooding, like that, I don't know how that city ever recovers, uh, but mm-hmm. we'll, I guess we'll find out in the future. Uh, all right, your round three selection right now. What do we got? No. Do you know yeah. where you're going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Look, like I feel you're I feel good. I feel good. Right. No, no, right. no. There's All no right. side. There's nothing. So something that to me added just a little bit of character development, and I felt like it was good because early on there was a relationship that seemed like there was a rift in it, or a rift, rift in it, hmm. and I feel like it uh, it healed a little bit. I'm gonna take the uh, the Wayne cufflinks. That oh, Alfred, you dirty dog! That Alfred gives to Bruce because early on, Bruce's Bruce's being very much a he's he's not treating Alfred right. He pulls the "you're not my father" card and all of this, and he's just rather abusive to Alfred. And then later on, you start to see that heal, especially when Alfred almost dies. Right? Um, they they kind of reconcile, and I feel like the cufflinks are a good. Uh, he was just like my father. Your father gave me these, and now I'm giving them to you. And I really like Andy Serkis. Uh, yes. I, I don't. I was trying to figure out if he was. He wasn't. I don't think he was the butler for his parents. Like the, the age range. I think he was more like a like a like a security guard. Like I think he was more mm-hmm. like the protector. Like he's the way he says it. Like I was. I was. I was. It was my job to protect them. Yeah. It's not. He wasn't. He's not the traditional Alfred Butler, right? Especially. Yeah teaching them how to fight. Like there's some sort of background that we're not seeing from this Alfred. Right. And like, then I love that. Like he sees the ciphers. He doesn't even talk to Bruce the next yeah. morning. He's doing them during breakfast. He's like it's just, like a like, crossword in the newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, like check this it is, out. Jeremy Irons is great. And I love Jeremy Irons, but this, I loved this version of Alfred. This was a very good version of Alfred. hundred percent. Uh, cufflinks were on my list. Uh, pretty high. I, I thought they're, they're, they're very significant to the film. It's obviously been passed down from 
you know, Thomas Wayne, his father, mm-hmm. down to Alfred, which is pretty significant. And then Alfred is the bridge that gives them gives him it's like a beautiful moment that is kind of like brushed under the rug by by how how he's treated in that moment by yes. by Bruce Wayne. So but yeah, like you said, it comes full circle when they have that little moment and yeah, it, it's a, there's so much going on and like it's trying to trying to find significant value in yes. everything. That I feel like that's it's an heirloom. It's a family heirloom. So that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'll give it to you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man. See now yeah, here we go. I guess uh Wait, was that it? Was that the panted sigh? Yeah, we're here to that point now. Because okay. the thing is, they're not bad. They're not not bad things. And I, this one, I might be asking too much. And I need you to I need you to help me on this. <laughs> what? I want. I want Riddler's cards to Batman. I have that on my list. I want. I, I want that's... the cards. Can I have them all? Yeah. Like I couldn't pick out a specific one, but I want the cards that are to to the Batman. Yeah. Little hallmarks no, special was... cards. So I originally had written Riddler postcard, but then I forgot that there was like multiple. You could take, Bro, yeah, there, take that was there. Set. There were so many like that. There had to be like four yeah. or five by the end of the movie. By the time they just kept pulling them all together, but yeah, I, I think that's that. Those are like the driving force of the movie. Like every time yeah. you, every time somebody gets murdered, they take that, and that's how they get to the next step. And, and it's, it's. I, I don't know. I was really into it. I wasn't sure if I could wait on that any longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you, I needed to, I wanted to secure the bag. You were smart to take it. Um, okay. All right. I All don't right. think I would have taken it with this pick because I have them written high up. I don't think that I, I actually take them at all, to be honest. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but th- that's not because they were bad by any means. There's no, I really that. liked that. Like, I'm trying to imagine him, like, you know, like when you're getting a card for somebody and you're trying to figure out what to write in it. Like, like I'm just trying to imagine the Riddler sitting down and be like hmm the batman how can i orchestrate this this uh, attack but let me sign my name and like it, it's just it's just i just trying to imagine him like making these cards like printing them on his computer and then like like just writing in them is funny yeah All because right, he's no. a psycho murderer good no good pick i i respect that good okay pick. this is by the, uh okay so yeah you'll have two more picks i'm, I'm about to yes. be on my last but this is fourth round wait i can't believe we're going five this is crazy uh um, and we're doing it fast too it's, it's good it's, i mean we don't have a choice because we're about we're about to an hour on the podcast so you know we yeah. want to we want everybody so, to have a day the, this is where i'm moving a little bit away like there is some significance to this item but this is just something that i thought looked cool at this point um i want the neck bomb that was on colson uh, the what? The neck bomb. So he he takes Colson. He was like the uh, the DA, and he puts a neck bomb on the DA, and he covers his mouth up, and he has the phone taped to his hand, and he has a, it looks very much like it was from the movie Saw, like so he has this metal rig set up, and he has the timer on his neck, and it blows up on the batman later on yeah first off you're disgusting for picking this second off no it is like it's a very intricate intricate rigging yeah it was and, it, and i know it probably wasn't on your list it's just genuinely i i, I wasn't it. sure like I, I i was i wasn't sure whether or not to write those down because those traps it's like obviously that's like his mo is like to do these weird stuff this weird things and like there was a few of them yeah. I didn't know which one to write down. That was probably the most significant one because it got screen time. Obviously, he crashes into that into that church, and and they're all there. And it's like that scene where he'd rather just die. Yes, that that was that's when that's you knew crazy. like oh crap, like there's some there's something massive going on right now. Yeah. So and now and now that you say that, that was a significant moment to me. 
it it felt like of my items it had the least significance but that was a turn no, that's pretty big movie. Yeah. that's when like when bruce wayne's like what the hell like like he would rather but yeah. and then and then yeah like you have batman completely unconscious nobody nobody takes was, his mask off bro what that, is that that is the th- that's one of my notes i've written down why did it take so long because you hear the cops say let's just take his mask off and then grab it he was easily out for like 45 minutes to, to get yeah to relocate him and yeah why oh my god there are so many opportunities why yeah, you got to think com- off? yeah you got to think commissioner gordon was there slapping hands right like yeah. slapping hands away like no don't 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 do it no don't do it mm-hmm. but even him was probably like who is this dude? Like you had a chance right there to yeah. just be like Pixie. Who is there's this? so many. There's so many moments in this movie he could have been demasked, and for some reason Gotham now is filled with the most trustful people. Like yeah. what? That's awfully sweet of them. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, that was weird, but I guess kudos to them. A little self self control. I don't know. That's that's a good pick though. Uh, Okay, so last pick. I, this is this is when it gets weird because I have a I have a list of a top ten, but I have like fifteen twenty things on this list total, yeah. and I'm like, what? Am, there's so much going to be left off the table, and I don't know. Mm, I don't know there, exactly this, where to go. So we went into this movie not thinking there was going to be a lot of good picks, and then I came out like, holy crap! Like, for I am shocked at how many actual physical props there were in a movie from this decade. True. Yeah. And I guess that's, there wasn't a whole lot of CGI. Like this is yeah. other than like probably like explosions and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is crazy nowadays, especially when you think like MCU, like what is even real in the MCU anymore? Like yeah. it's just, it's tough to see like physical props. It's probably just a green stick that they're holding. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is that? Um, all right. Last pick. I, I feel like I kind of got to do this now. It kind of falls in. Oh man. There's two. Okay. Ooh, oh, it sucks. Man. It sucks. Do, I don't. I mean, do the side. Do the side. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think I have to. I have to do this because I'm just going to get the. It's a trifecta. Uh, mm. I'm just going to get the whole shebang. Uh, I'm going to take Catwoman's Catwoman's outfit. Uh, I the, really thought that that was going to fall. Like I was reading you, and I didn't think you would want three suits. I don't so I was, want three suits, but now I mean, thinking about how I've got the whole collection. I mean, like, how could I not? Right, like yeah, and that that might push you above me on this pick. I thought reading the room, I was like, all right, psychology wise, Doyle isn't picking three suits, so I'm gonna let this fall because I can get a number one pick in the fifth hmm. round, and hmm. I'd be fine. Nah, man, like, I'm hoarding. I'm hoarding uh, suits. I think no, Catwoman suit is is very interesting. I don't know what was going on with like the weird headpiece thing that was uh that was very strange just barely yes. enough to cover the tip of the nose like i was what what is that what's going on yeah. there uh it, it was strange. weird but a little detail that i didn't catch until the last three minutes of the movie she had in like enhanced nails oh yeah those things gloves. yeah so i liked that i didn't notice that until the end of the until the end of the movie that she had like claws and she didn't really like face. slash anybody you know what i mean no. like catwoman you expect just to get somebody to get slashed up there was no yeah. slashing going on maybe that's Maybe maybe that's coming in a future movie if she shows up again. I would imagine that 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 the way that they parted and he's looking in the rear view and she's going away. If they go three movies, she's coming back. She'll be back at some point. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no scenario where she doesn't come back. And and it's weird. Like they that was like that was one of the closest Batman relationships you're gonna get, right? Like for the character Batman to like actually like he, he you could tell he kind of liked her. Like what was yeah that was weird to, for her to him to be able to just like. You got to separate, obviously, what you're what you're there to do in Gotham with 
what your body's telling you uh, you may want. Uh, okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, yeah, I'll take the Catwoman suit, and uh, and that's that's I'm going to just be happy with what I got there. I think that's a good last pick. So I have three things that I genuinely think are good picks. Um, if I'm going, all of them would be awesome props, and I know you're going to – you like all of them just because I know how you are. Hmm. But if I'm going to order them in significance, hmm. Look at you. Look at the look at yeah, the now, turning. And, and the thing is, I, at this point, I'm happy with my draft. I don't think yeah. this kills me at any point or in, in any way, and I know I'm not leaving anything on the table for you because you're done. So I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah, you're it's just good. What do I want to display? Like what – what would I feel like? Ah, this is awesome. There's one uh, here that I'm like actually kind of shocked hasn't been picked. And I think that's one of the two I'm between right now. Okay. I think the last thing, just because of who I am as a person, I'm going to take the Riddler Cypher. cipher, The first really? one that pops up. Oh, okay. The sheet of paper with the cipher. I like, I'm a very, I very much like puzzles. I like ciphers and stuff like that. I like cryptography. Yeah. So... I think I'm going to take the Riddler cipher. Um, that was not on my list mm-hmm. because it was a sheet of paper, right? Like, yeah. obviously, I, I, I don't know. It, it's significant, like you said. It's it's you see Alfred messing with it and trying to figure it out. Like that's yeah. obviously a big a big deal, and it's it's crucial to the movie. Then when they when they just and then they decide to just upload it to the computer, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah just let the computer do the thing. So the thing I was choosing between, let yeah, me see if this is what you're talking about the Tucker. That was on my list. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I think the next. Yeah, the next available uh, as far as ranked. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was literally at the beginning. I thought it was a bat with like a chisel at the end of it. So I'd been yeah. calling it a chisel. Uh, but yeah, at the end, obviously, very convenient for Batman when he's in there. Uh, the guy just happens to know his flooring utensils. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, that that cop, one of my favorite. He's got to be one of my favorite characters in the movie. He was just pretty cool. Like all throughout, he was like. He was like fanboying over over Bruce Wayne and everything, and, mm-hmm. the, and it just kind of comes full circle at the end. He's with Batman, but I don't know. Maybe there's a bigger role for him in future movies too. But there's not a lot of good cops in this movie. He was one of them. No. So yes. Um, no, I one that I didn't think I, I thought for sure would get drafted, and it was pretty high on my list. The grapple gun. It's Batman's freaking grapple gun. He used it, <laughs> and I forgot to write it down. He used it, and I was like, "Oh, I have to write that down." And you just said it. It's not on my list. <laughs> Bro, he used it like oh, multiple times. Oh my god! Yeah, I, what what is happening? That's... I did. He used it, and I went to write it down, but I guess mm. I was doing something else at the same time because I remember the point. It was when he used it and jumped through the window and rolled because he for some oh, reason yeah. didn't stand up. He just yeah. rolled real hard. I was like, oh, the grapple gun. I forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't write it down, so I forgot about mm. it. Holy that's a rookie. Cow. That's a rookie move. Rookie move. But no, just now. Now that you know, you're probably wondering why I didn't pick it. Right? It's like, yeah, what, why what is didn't it? you? I don't know, man. I just wanted that. Th- I wanted that third suit. Uh, I needed. I needed them all. I, I don't know. I just was. Maybe I was trying to help you out. Maybe I was trying to give you a little freebie. But I forgot. No, I already have the bat suit. So, like, I mean, sure. I, I just felt like I wanted to go the other way. Uh, I thought the yep. cards. Like, if if given the choice outside of the suit and the motorcycle, because I wanted the motorcycle for sure. I'll take the suits, the motorcycle. The only thing that I would have considered it up against would be the Riddler's cards, and I still think the Riddler's cards are cool, cooler yeah. than than the than the. You've seen a, it's just a regular little grapple, you know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. it's not like the so, '90s where the '90s movies where it like literally has a Batman logo and it's like all shiny and like it doesn't look like a real thing that should exist, right? Yeah. 
But um, so yeah. you say that the cipher is just a sheet of paper, but so are the postcards. That's different. All right, they're Hallmark How? cards. Okay, they're oh, cards. Okay. All Let's right. see. The Plus, rid- there's like envelopes, right? I mean, it's not. I guess it, I say it's a sheet of paper, but it's a picture, right? It's a picture of something. Yeah, that's what it is. So. Yeah, I mean, sure, the cards are paper, but those are like literally, those are like the points in the movie where the plot is progressed. Like, I don't know. Yes, that's why they, I feel like are. that's significant. Not that not that the cipher isn't. I'm not poo-pooing your cipher. No, no, I, I know, I know. I'm just like, comparatively, I'll take these pieces of paper over your piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? That's, I'm trying uh, to, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm trying to, there isn't like a good picture of the cipher. Right, it was like a scan, or like it was like a printing of the thing he saw in his little contact lens. Which, by the way, was that draftable? A contact lens? I don't know. Um, I had it written down, but I don't know. It's weird. Like, how would that look? Here's a contact lens. Uh, okay. I don't know. (laughs) But that technology, GoPros, GoPros shaking in their boots right now, watching this movie. Like a little like things on it It had like like wiring on it. But I got to think that that was probably like done in after effects or something like i don't think that that was like i don't know that's it tough it's, it's tough i mean without without talking to the to people who created some of the props you know we'll have to see maybe we'll uh be doing a little more of that in the future but uh i don't know it, that's that's something we're gonna have to dive a little more into to get into the psyche of these these prop designers and figure out what was going on like with the suit like imagine imagine talking to somebody who who helped design this this batman suit like that's the one of the most iconic roles yeah. as like a designer like a like a costume designer imagine being like you're the one to, to design the suit like that's yeah that's like poop your pants type stuff like that's i crazy. wonder if they reach out to multiple people and then pick the best designer they take one person and just say give us imagine they do like, imagine they just open it up to fans to like fan design contest set submit it and see what happens <laughs> i'd be curious to see what what comes up i mean like that'd be kind of cool to watch but yeah oh man uh this was a long one uh, yes, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we could have gone. We could have gone even longer if we talked as slow and moved as slowly as the people did in in this Batman movie. But I think. We oh, are it. you not going to go down uh, your other potentials? Oh, I mean, I can. I can. Yeah, I guess we should do that real quick before we get out of here. Um, I wrote down Batman's journals, like you said, where he's I recounting did. the night uh, mm-hmm. every time. He, just you could tell he had like files and files of just writing down what happened on the on a given night, which is pretty crazy to me. Uh, the thumb drive, complete, I complete with the thumb, right? Yes. I wanted like the fake thumb, like the dead. Obviously, it's not a real person's thumb, but yeah, the thumb drive with the thumb on it would be would be kind of pretty cool. Um, grapple gun, like I said, couldn't believe it went undrafted. That's a, I don't know, that's crazy. Uh, I I wrote on the drops packs, like the drug packs. I thought they were I in like too. little little they fun were... baggies with little faces on it. I thought that was like literally the most colorful thing in the entire movie. Every time it popped up on screen, I was like. I didn't know the cameras that they had used could even pick that yeah, color up. Like, green? What? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, it was really weird. You know, that's the only time you saw like yellow and you know what I mean? Like just those yeah. colors didn't show up the entire movie until the little drug packet popped up. Uh Penguin's deep purple suit at the scene where where they brought Carmine Falcone into the light. The rat okay. into the light. It happened so quickly, but that scene where Penguin's he's standing on the top step. And they're talking mm-hmm. and he starts he starts running his mouth. He's like, gotcha, you it's my suit he knows, schlub. Uh he that suit he's got on, pretty sweet. I wish he was wearing it more, but it was it, in that lighting, whereas yeah. most light we probably got in the entire movie, again, like I said, 
It looked pretty cool. That deep purple, like it was, I would wear that. I mean, granted, I'm not that big, but it looked pretty sweet. Oh, you meant the exact one. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah, I would take it and try to I'd tailor it. I'd ruin, okay. I'd ruin the sanctity of the prop, and it would be like, no, it's not even a movie prop anymore. It's my suit oh, that okay. I'm going to wear. Uh, and like you said, the murder, the murder weapon, the chisel, uh, that was, Tucker. that was, yeah, the Tucker, I keep saying, ch I wrote down chisel but at the end, it, at the end, they say it's a Tucker and I'm like, I'm not going to go back and edit that. Yep. Oh, and I also wrote down the Riddler's Arkham Asylum or uh, it's Arkham Hospital, not an asylum, mm -hmm. but Arkham Hospital, his outfit where he's in the, they're in the room and they're chatting, they're chatting. You like outfits. This, I mean, it's a superhero movie, right? It's like. And it literally said Arkham Hospital on it, so it's like you know for sure where that's from. I thought that it's it's cool. I did go a little heavy this this like we're, how imagine doing like the Avengers, right? What are you not going to pick Captain America's outfit? You're not going to pick Iron Man's suit? Like that's true, true. That's true. what defines them. So it's like yeah, yeah it's it, I went a little heavy on that this this episode. So yeah, did you have any leftovers? Anything egregious? That so left off? um, so no, uh, Ani's pa <laughs> Ani's passport. Okay, passport. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Passport. Um, the squirrel suit because I figured that was a little different than the bat suit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. He put something else on a little over, little oversuit to get some, yeah. some wingage. And something we talked about before the movie, the uh, the Riddler's coffee, the coffee with the question mark in it. Yes, because yes. I feel like that genuinely was a prop. Um, you don't think that that was just a liquid? I mean, like baristas can do that. They can do that little design. You but it eventually dissolves. That's fair. Just they do it again. They got a little barista right there over the counter, man. Do it. They, and we said this before. <laughs> they did not make seven of those for each time they reshot the film. Like, I'm convinced it was just like they do for advertising for, like, McDonald's and stuff. It looked like food. It looked like a drink, but it was something not drinkable. Right. And okay. they just had the question mark in it. So that felt like a, a prop. That's fair. I, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you on that. But I know no one's no one picking a cup, though. I know that we weren't gonna with all this other no. stuff in the film. That there's no way we we're gonna go back and pick a cup. But I don't know what we have planned for the future episodes. We we've got together. We're going back to uh, our selections. We've got some uh, some juicy ones on our list. We want to get back to. Not that we didn't have fun diving into Superbad and the Batman, uh, but we're going back to a couple couple movies that hit a little closer to home for us uh but we're gonna get into i, I think like we said we've been saying this i feel like for a little while but we're gonna dive we're, we're planning a little farther out we're gonna go a little farther ahead and we're gonna try to get some more guests on um moving forward so we're excited about that and uh i guess we'll catch you guys on the next episode the, Tyler, you got anything else flop. on the, on the um, flip of the floop well i just want to thank like anyone who's been here the whole year because we were coming up on a year on oh release. yeah this is sweet yeah, we're we're coming up on a year. I can't believe we can still tolerate each other. Um, thank true. you guys for tolerating us. Uh, and yeah, we we've got we've got exciting things we're trying to work on. So just be patient. Yes, all right. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we hope you appreciate these episodes, and we appreciate you appreciating us. Uh, much appreciated. Please stop saying appreciate. Thank you guys so much. Uh, at Movie Propcast on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter. And you can watch full episodes. Like you said, I mean, if you wanted to watch our faces, uh, you wanted to see Tyler's sweet backgrounds, they change every episode. You can check them out uh, on our YouTube channel, The Movie Propcast. Please hit us with the subscription. There will be. There, there are bigger plans for our YouTube channel. We'll be doing a little more uh, exclusive content for that too, as well. So. 
we'll see you guys down the line on the next episode. Uh, I love you guys. Wow, that was pretty. That was pretty that forward. Was, Whoa, it was, uh, dude, we're coming up on a year. You said all it. three. I, I love yeah. you. Wow. Yeah, love you guys. Much loves, loves. <laughs> Bye.